Joe presents Liquid Football, sponsored by Paddy Power. Hello, welcome to Liquid Football on Joe, together with Paddy Power. It's the show that takes you inside the dressing room and puts you in the boots of the players. Joining me this week... Wayne Bridge, you've not, got, you've not had chilli again this week, have you? <laughs> no, 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 I'm all right. Just I'm making right. sure you're cooling your <laughs> mouth right. down there. Uh, Carlton Cole is here, and it's a very warm welcome to Matthew Upson making his debut. It's all right so far, isn't it? Thank you for making me feel welcome. <laughs> 3x West Ham. There you go. That's true. That is true. We played in the same team. We played in the same team. Oh, yeah, the relegation season. Three England players as well. Relegation. My God, Keith. Great record. We'll get into that. We will talk West Ham. Oh, we will. We will. But obviously, there is only one place to start. Look, loads has been done on Liverpool-Manchester City, on decisions, on VAR, on the application of the rules, on all kinds of things. Every week we say this, we don't want to get into a VAR discussion because it's not that interesting. So, quickly, was it a penalty that Trent Alexander-Arnold handballed? Bernardo Silva onto Trent Alexander-Arnold. For you, Carlton, yes or no? Yes, it was a handball. And a penalty, would you give in, if it was you? Uh, Yes. Okay, Matt? I'm going No. Because you're a defender? <laughs> no, I just don't think it was. Okay. You know, right? if, I, if I was a ref, I would have given it when I watched it. When I watched the replay, I would have yeah. said no. But watching it full speed, I would have given a penalty. Okay. So you'd have expected that to be overturned if you'd given uh, it? And then not gone really, to VAR. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want VAR. <laughs> so I would just give a penalty and just got a bit of abuse from the fans. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have just given what Matt, you ever you made yeah. a great comment earlier about VAR. What did you say? I can't remember. You can't remember? Oh, about um, that it's not perfect. Yeah. 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 Right. It's not, not perfect football game. isn't a perfect yeah. game, so yeah. why try and make it perfect? Yeah, I can't be perfect. No. It's not yeah. possible. There's too much stuff that's open to interpretation, isn't there? And that's mm. where you're going to get... We argued beforehand about decisions, and now we argue about VAR, like it's VAR's issue, yeah. when actually it's about the application of the law. Well, it's not FIFA 20, is it? It's not FIFA 20. <laughs> so I think um, this VAR thing needs to be scrapped, and that's me saying it yeah. out and boldly. Okay, I know you've never been a fan, have you? No, like, you know, kids, I don't condone bad language, but I haven't heard the referee as a wanker all season. I used to hear every week. They might get VAR instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. VAR's a wanker. Yeah. don't have the same ring to it, does it? No, that's not what they say. And they're not there in person. They're hiding behind the scenes. But they do, they say, fuck VAR, that's what they say. Well, you can't really get a song out of here. You can't really get a song. It's not too bad. It's said it's a bit of volume. Yeah. <laughs> there's too much scrutiny yeah. with it. It's too detailed. Yeah. Offside, especially. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then the there margins. is that margin for error, which is about 13 and a bit centimetres. No, the, the, the human eye can't detect the, the hair's, hair's breadth of offside, Carlton. Oh, so, like... yeah. Well, look, look, I was saying to you earlier like about people with big heads. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you've got a big head and the VAR catches your head offside, then. Your body's still onside, but what happens there? Is it just yeah. down to the armpit? Or? It's where you can score from. It can be offside. Any, any part of your body you can score from. So technically oh. you could score from your shoulder or your armpit, but you what? couldn't score from any further down your arm. But so if that I had a wide head... Yeah. yeah. Then, I'll still, I'll sorry, still be that's offside. Just, that's just nature against okay. you. Okay. That's <laughs> like, you never know, a few goals scratched off the offside. The VR was well, around when, well, when you Nobes, were Nobes was talking about Nobes earlier because I had him on my head. Um, <laughs> his nose would be offside a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just look that way, he's offside, wouldn't he? Like, you know what I mean? I think you're answering, you, you're answering your own question that you asked. Sorry, Nobes, mate. Challenge. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that a bit later on as well. But look, if, if we look at the, 
all those arguments, and they, and they are kind of, it feels like they've, they've been done to death already, and it's only Monday as, as we're recording this. Do they cover the, the questions over Pep's team selection? Because that's the, the other question that was raised during, during commentary of, of the match yesterday, is if you have Benjamin Mendy, and if you have Cancelo, who is a right-back but can play left-back... And they're, what, £100 million pounds mm. combined transfer fee. I mean, he said Mendy isn't fit enough to play two games in, in a week and he started against Atalanta. So what, what, do, we, what do we think? Is it, was it, did, he, did he go with the right approach? Well, if that is the case, then he obviously didn't want Mendy to play against Liverpool because he wouldn't have started him against Atlanta. He would have left him out and played him against Liverpool. So you can assume that he's not, he's not having him to the level of where he feels either he's ready to play against Liverpool or whether he likes him enough to put him in his team in, in big games. Cancelo, I think, is a really good player. So that, that one surprised me because I think and Angelino doesn't look defensively like that's his mindset at all. I think it's very good going forward. But you're going to be asked questions, surely, at Anfield defensively when you're playing against Salah and, and Firmino and, and, and Mane. That's, that's probably the biggest question you want to fall back to answer away from home yeah. at Anfield. Is it, is yeah. it a specialist position then? Do you want a specialist uh, player in there? Pretty specialist. Mendy, yeah. Like if, if you're up against Mendy, he's strong, he's quick. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it is a strange one that if he can only play two games, why has he played that game and not this well, game? It's, it's it's not, he obviously one, hasn't trusted him. I wouldn't. Can't like, do, can he? he? Doesn't trust him. Like to come in that big game, like his character. That. Then not him as a player, just his character, or maybe he just doesn't trust him fitness-wise as well. Like he might be saying. He's fit, and you might you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know what I mean? There could be a load a load of stuff, but I think that decision was because he didn't trust him to do a job. You you you're also thinking, well, you're trying to get away with something there, and also your centre back partnership isn't tip top, and you've got Otamendi on the bench on the bench. Mm. But again, I, I I'd find it hard to play Otamendi in, in that game. I, I, there's something he hasn't about been great. Yeah, he hasn't been great. Him, I think him he can always Stones. make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Would you want to play against him? Um, yeah, I'll definitely have a go. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm not saying I'll do anything against him, but I'll definitely have a go, 100%. Well, not, no, I don't... I, I'm not actually, I don't sure. I'm not sure if I'll be able to do anything about him. But I'm just saying, for Otamendi, I'd rather play against him than some of these some of these defenders at the moment because he looks like um, uh, a real... Scapegoat. He's a bit. He's a bit rash, isn't he? I think you could draw him into doing something. I've, I've got to word myself. I've got to word this properly because <laughs> I don't like to throw other players under the bus. You know what I mean? But I'd say he's definitely up there with someone I would would rather play against at the moment because he's um, a bit shaky. Do you think that like, Matt's talking about the way you would draw him in to making draw him into what to, to, to my to, um, to making to my, errors? My... So how how would you do that? Not necessarily him, but how would you as a striker well, do that? I wouldn't be able to draw him into anything, really. But if I was somebody with great technical ability, I'd draw him into my, my, my first touch and then I'll spin him and go in behind, you know what I mean? Because he's, he's a bit, what should I say, gullible. I, I think you could he's draw him into like a physical battle, which I think you'd fancy yourself maybe in winning. A, a bit, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think he likes to get tight, doesn't he? He likes to be the one, like, be quite dominant and I reckon you take a gamble. his skin as well a little yeah. bit. 
Do you reckon? I reckon you yeah. could, yeah. You lot rate me, innit? <laughs> it's, been a few, hey, it's been a few years. <laughs> hey, you had that belief. <laughs> You're going to leave here 10 feet tall. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, right, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but having said that, I mean, look, we always say this when we're talking about Manchester City. You're looking for tiny, tiny margins with, with those two teams who were challenging for the for the title last season. Manchester City in, in fourth. Now Leicester in second place. Eight points mm-hmm. off Liverpool at, at the top of the table. One of the, the other things that was mentioned in the studio, Mourinho was talking about it. Arsene Wenger talked about it on, on television when, when he was covering it. He said, he said it's one of the few places that are left in the Premier League where you can shake someone's hand when you go to take a corner and then you, but I'm not, I'm not sure it was that friendly an atmosphere. No. <laughs> but but this idea that, that crowds can can play a part, that they can have an influence on the game. I mean, certainly there's some of that that's that's marketing, that, that, you know, they want supporters to feel like they can make a real contribution. But I think Anfield pe- people talk about, as a few managers have, have come away and, and, and talked about it, Upton Park, the old, old Upton Park must have been like that, Selhurst Park, mm. Goodison, places like that where you feel that the crowd is on top of you. Does it make a difference? I think it does. Definitely, especially as I said, the weaker-minded um, footballers that do get intimidated with any sort of <laughs> adversity thrown at them. So I would say it does make a difference. It's definitely f- affected the West Ham for a bit. I mean, you, yeah. you, you'd have to be Mr. Tickle to shake someone's hand from the London Stadium <laughs> off the touchline, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, that's, not, that's, that's, that's a 25 metre stretch. If you were a young kid making your debut and you're at Upton Park and then the new stadium, like, it's a totally different game. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. different. And, and the hostility, the oh, chicken run. The, uh, oh, the chicken was, run, the abuse. I mean, you taking a throw in over there. Yeah. Just, just, just got it, didn't yeah, you? The, yeah, it was really... But yeah, I, there are other places as well. Obviously, Leicester. You got um, Turf Moor. I was Turf Moor, mate. That's not really like even the changing rooms. Yeah, for the away changing yeah. rooms. Wow, <laughs> like you don't really want to be going in there. So what? What is it? What difference does it make if you? Especially, I'm just thinking about you know they talk about atmospheres at certain grounds and that. In what ways does it does it affect people? In what ways can it have a bearing on the outcome? I honestly think that the older grounds, like if you can renovate an older, like what Liverpool have done, and make it into the modern day, it it maintains a bit of like a gritty edge. I don't know. It's it's yeah. it's, it's it's hard to explain. It's like a bit atmospheric. It's a bit. It's just gritty. And the newer stadiums, you lose a little bit. Of that it becomes maybe a bit more sterile and, yeah. and very nice and grand and amazing. But it just doesn't have quite the same. I feel think it's, it, being a homegrown player, I think you're you're kind of used to it a little bit. So I don't think it affects you as much. But I think the foreign players that come in, I think it would probably affect them more. Like we talked earlier about if you're sat on a bus, you could look around the bus, and think. He ain't going to be able to cope with it. Yeah. <laughs> he might not fancy today. Yeah, definitely. It's those, it's the foreign players that come in, I think, might find it harder to deal with. Well, like, you know, like, when, like, the London Stadium now, like, fantastic facilities in the, like, the change room, the home change room's exactly like the away change room. It's got jacuzzi and everything in there, mate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, you're, hey, if you're an away player... You've never I'm, gone out on the pitch. I'd have been in jacuzzi <laughs> like that, mate, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, yeah... It, the London Stadium's a yeah. really nice place, place to play. Yeah, sounds it. Home, <laughs> home and away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then next time we go there, I'm going to have a little... Yeah. Sitting there with a little you know, sports drink with a little yeah. umbrella in the yeah. corner of it and a jacuzzi. <laughs> That's a perfect way to do it. But the, those those grounds and those, those crowds will have an effect on, on certain players. And 
the thing is the magnitude of, of the occasion and the, and the feeling that this was going to be, if not, it's not going to be the deciding moment when it happens in November, but it's certainly a decisive moment in terms of the, the title. And you could see in Pep Guardiola, when, you know, the, there's the meme that's doing the rounds now where he's like, twice and he's sort of railing at the sky and then he's like sarcastically going over to the referees at the end saying, oh, great job and, and whatever. It's just like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I like seeing a manager who looks like he cares, like it, it matters to him, rather than somebody who looks sort of completely in control all the way through it. I, I, I agree. Yeah, he's I, definitely I, got I, a lot of passion, isn't he? Yeah. That's I, what you're supposed to have. Th- th- there's, there's a bit of a balance, but you'd far rather see the animation and the emotion in a manager. But how, in those situations, how can you not mm. kind of... I can't imagine what that must feel like as a manager. On the, as, as a player, you're kind of caught up in the game, but if you're on the sideline watching... It must be a completely different experience to, to how it would affect you. It's interesting with the, just with the decisions as well, because I've seen a couple of people who were at the, at the game sort of tweeting about coming out and saying, we, we didn't realise until we watched the highlights mm. that there were so many controversial moments because mm. the game seemed to, to keep... I think maybe because things weren't overturned. I think maybe that's, that's possibly why. But when you've got access to footage or you've got people who can see the footage relaying information to you that's when it can start to get yeah. explosive well as we said VAR is supposed to make the game better and I think in in Pep's eyes it's not Yeah, and that's why he was, he was so animated on the weekend because it was really yeah. like there's some things you've got to just get and give and he was just obviously saying this is not helping my situation You've just secretly dragged us back into the VAR chat. Yeah, it's always yeah. a VAR chat. <laughs> <laughs> just, just see this back. Yeah. I think fans want to see passion more than anything because yeah. it's like if you're a manager, say if you're at the bottom end, and a manager's just like down, doesn't get up, doesn't shout and scream. Yeah. Any man that doesn't shout and scream, I think you lose the fans as well. Yeah, but you want to see the passion from the manager. What, what, well, I mean, what's the, one of the main reasons why Liverpool fans love Jurgen Klopp? Yeah. yeah, it's his animation, his personality, his how he, <laughs> it's how he interacts with the supporters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he can get a bit too much. I think no, the Italians yeah. can take it a yeah. little bit too yeah. far sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. but it's it's a huge, see it. it's a huge factor in his popularity, yeah. Yeah. isn't it? The fact that he's so connected and animated with the supporters. Yeah. This is a positive. Well, you, saw thing. Him, you saw the cameraman trying to get him to yeah. do the sort of. What was that called? What's that the called? Fist the, punch. the fist punch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the fist punch. Pa- 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 to... It's good pa- to watch. Pards was animated, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's had quite oh, a few yeah. rounds of Pards. Didn't he headbutt Dave Meyer as well? Oh, mate, he done all sorts on the sideline. And there was the round with Pellegrini as well. Mourinho the knee slide. Did he fight with Wenger as well? Oh, mate. Pards did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wenger didn't shake his hand. Yeah. That was a funny scenario. Have you have you ever seen someone like just lose it on the pitch? Just absolutely, you look at them and you think that they're not in control anymore. They've actually gone now. I wouldn't say that far on the pitch. In the dressing room, yeah, yeah it's, it's different. Yeah. I think when you're on the pitch, you you always mind you. The um, we're saying that obviously there was a, a, a fight. Oh yeah. With, uh, Kieran Dyer and Lee Buckley. Right. I, yeah. yeah. I was on the pitch for that. Yeah, I've been on the pitch for a couple of couple of brawls, <laughs> if you want to call them that. A <laughs> couple of handbags. Um, but Yeah, there's a common thread here, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think I do, I do like it. I like a little bit of passion being shown. 
And um, but so if you're you're on the pitch, but I don't even know what when it that comes was about. from nothing. I think that from what I can remember, and I think Kieran's <laughs> talked about it. Yeah. I think Bowie was basically moaning. One of them was moaning about not getting the ball. In the end, Kieran went, I'm not passing to you because you're shit. <laughs> and then that, that's it, he lost it. You know, a lot of the time, I think I've been shouted at by players before and I kind of like, if I've done something wrong, it's fine. It, yeah. It's what it is. I don't I don't really take anything to you're heart. You're quite a passive person, aren't you? It, it, it takes me a while to lose <laughs> yeah. it. You know? but, like, it it's, it's hard. Like, I've, Mourinho's, I know Mourinho shouted me a lot before in the middle of a game and I kind of just take it and that, that's the way it is. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's uncalled for, but to be it's not going to get you anywhere to retaliate. If you shouted, if you shouted at me, yeah, I would probably cave in because like, his eyes, when he goes mad, he's got an alter ego, mate. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. actually think I've seen you grip someone up. I yeah, yeah, grip someone up. Look, it was all quiet now. I did not see that in you. Tell us about this side of your personality. Looks at you like getting aggressive now. Yeah, it's got some crazy eyes. Every now and then, you lose a bit of the red mist comes over. I don't think you can go for a career with not. Losing it or having a having an argument, with yeah, you can't. of course yeah. not. Uh, definitely in the dressing room, yeah. Dressing room on is the where pitch, it mainly thing you let things yeah. slide. Yeah, That's yeah, the main yeah. element where it all comes out because you're not in the spot, you're not being watched. Yeah. So then the real, you know, the real gripe that you have that sometimes, I mean, if they played that out on the pitch, then. You, you yeah. saw the you saw the end result yeah. and it's not pretty. Yeah. But it, the, I but, think in the change room they said yeah. the lads wanted them to have it out at the end. Yeah, you, yeah. and I think in the end, soon as if you have a fight, I'll lay both you out or something yeah. like that. That's <laughs> what I remember hearing that. But, but sometimes you need Dyer and Bowden. Yeah. Like, yeah. Apparently Graham Sooner said, well, if you if you're going to fight and you're going to be men, you might as well do it properly. Yeah. And, I, I think they declined the invitation. The players told them we might as well have it out now. And then I think he said. He would knock both of them out, and they just sat there like little school kids. But sometimes it can be a good thing. Sometimes you need to clear that. Yeah, yeah, but not on the pitch, though. No, not on the pitch. Yeah, because we had another one, so, Ricardo Fuller. That was on the pitch. That was on it? the pitch. Yeah. Um, I think just scored a goal, and then Ricardo came from nowhere, moaning at... Who was it again? Um, Andy Griffin? Yeah, Andy Griffin. Was Andy Griffin, yeah. So he was moaning at him, and then that got a bit out of hand. And I think he got sent, he got sent off or something like that, or a yellow yeah, card or something yeah. like that. But you yeah, don't want to see off. two teammates having a go yeah. at each other. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, but if it's on the opposition... Team. It's just good fun, I think, if it's the opposing team. Yeah, you're laughing. Kieran Dyer and Lee Bowie are going to each other. You're enjoying that, aren't you? Yeah, you're having a look thinking, go on then, swing one then. It's just handbags at the end of the day. Back to Psycho Matt, because I'm quite enjoying this. I just brushed that one off quite nicely. Frank the Tank, he knows it. That's his alter ego, Frank the Tank. What is it that would make you angry <laughs> I love this I just I, I don't think it'd be one thing that make you angry I think it'd be a build no, yeah. thing I think it'd be I one think thing let's, let's, yeah. let's dig into this I think oh, Carlton would throw anyone under the bus by the way perhaps it's just with Carlton perhaps it'd just be like come on Carlton yeah yeah but you give them eyes so you don't want to get on his bad side like the eyes I could be mate. quite wide eyed yeah right. maybe yeah. make your point it's like in, a yap stand in a, in a yap stand way. sort of eyes but yeah. always scary, you know, controlled, Carlton. No, yeah, yeah. Always, yeah. Dig- always got digni- <laughs> yeah, dignity. But, in, but, but, yeah. but would, would would deliver a a hard blow, a truth. Yeah. Maybe. What, what's the worst manager had in terms of losing it? You got any? Strachan, I think. Oh, I can imagine. Could he be quite fiery? He looked quite yeah, fiery. Yeah, but it was, he'd be fiery in the change room, but it was during the game as well. Do you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> when you used to watch it, it used to be. 
It's obviously funny sometimes because this little thing running around <laughs> on the touchline. <laughs> like, 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 obviously, it wasn't going so well, but sometimes it's hard not to laugh. Yeah. But in the changing room, like it was, things were just flying everywhere, yeah. and like, he, he could lose it quite a lot. And with the with Saints, there's a lot of ups and downs, so you got to see a lot of it, I guess. Mm. For I, us, for Sam Allardyce, oh mate, he used to have some tear ups. Well, not tear ups, <laughs> but he just used to get the. He used to just to lose his rag and in the change rooms. And then see like how he chews his chewing gum. Yeah. I used to get a bit more faster and vicious. <laughs> thinking he's gonna chew off his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you know it was coming. I was like, mate, yeah. he's chewing that that chewing gum yeah. vigorously. <laughs> we might watch out, he's in trouble. <laughs> must have, yeah, it must have been more than that though. Yeah. More than just chewing his gum ferociously. Right, yeah, yeah, there's a yeah, I'll, I'll leave that in the change room. But... Yeah. Nigel Pearson would be on the edge. He was a manager that you could see, or oh, perhaps we need to yeah. get into. You could see that it, it, it's got went, a nice face, though. It, it's all right. it, in the right moment, he would let someone really? know. Yeah, oh. yeah. Nigel Pearson would. He was very direct and to the point, and yeah. you could see it building. And then, but then oh. the thing is, you have all that emotion, and then you're sort of trying to keep a lid on it while while you're on the pitch. But there'll be things that that make there'll be things you can let go, and there'll be things that build up as the match goes on, and then you come off and it all. You know, it comes out the in the emotions. dressing room, yeah. and then someone comes in and says, "Can you just come and speak to the media for a bit, and just come and have a yeah. quick... like?" You must to go from that level of emotion to trying to keep a lid on it. Must be hard. I was quite good at saying no to media. To <laughs> you just didn't do it. Yeah, I just didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. But from the manager's point, like we touched earlier about how Pep must have done that because when he shook the hands and said, "Thank you very much." It, yeah. You know, I, I think I know what he was meaning or yeah, how he yeah. was portraying. But then to actually then go and do a, de- a long, detailed interview about it, you've got to have some restraint. Got to commend yeah. him. You've really got to kind of like put a lid on it and try and bottle that emotion and be clinical. Professional. And, yeah, professional. Um, title race then. Liverpool five to two on now with Paddy Power to win the title. Man City at nine to four. Chelsea and Leicester at forty to one. And yet Chelsea and Leicester point better off than Manchester City. Are City still Liverpool's main title rivals? I mean, I think you'd have to say yes in terms of they're the, they're the current champions. They've got the strength in depth. They've got the experience. got the manager. Got the so, port to come back. Yeah, and mm. they've got the ability to strengthen the team if they need to, to whatever, whenever needs to be done in order to, to get better. So you'd have to say they are, but... Chelsea are having a real kind of gone under the radar a little bit, haven't they, in terms of expectation? And now people are starting to look at them and realise and think, wow, this, this is a really good, well balanced group of players. And can, can they spend in January? I'm not sure no. yet. They're no. still under no, the they're, they're, yeah, they're still trying to get that overturned, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It maybe as things That would be a big thing if they can get. Um, some players in in the, in the January window because what do you think they need then? Boost. I was going to say, having said that, the ability not to be able to spend has actually been their strength this season. Yeah, you're right. But then there's a dip in form. You do need some cover. As I said, I said Giroud's Giroud's not even getting a game at the moment because mm. they're playing so well. So he he'd want to move out. Then you get someone that's capable in. Do you know what I mean? And I'll just give him an extra boost and push the team onto a next level. I always said that they should go for Nathan Acker. Yeah. Because I think he's brilliant and I think they're, they're missing him at the moment at the back because they're leaking a lot of goals, to be fair. Yeah. 
They're not like stood at the back, are they? No, that, like, they're that scoring more than they've, they've conceded. They've got better. Yeah. I think like, the last probably five or six matches, yeah. they, they've started to get better. But at the start of the season, it was definitely an area. Yeah. But they've got better all over. Yeah. The whole team, the whole group, just got stronger. Mm. Better individual performances. Leicester have got the strongest defence in the league. Mm. In second place at the moment. I mean, mm. as much as winning the league title in, in that season was an extraordinary no, achievement, to be again, able to surely. go back and. Well, could they? I know too many Leicester fans, they can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we talk about the teams that can challenge, but I can't see past Liverpool the way they're playing. You know, like I said, you can never write off City. You know, they've they done all right, but their defence isn't great. But you, you have to say at the I moment, just, though, on current, if you look at just this season, 11, 12 games, where they're at, how they've played, you have to say that they're, they're, they're going to challenge at the moment. Oh, they're going to challenge? You're like, they're, they're playing so well. They're, they're playing amazing football. They're going to challenge. And they've got players that have won the Premier League. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's not over. Done. No chance. Mm. I'd, like to, see them, over, I'd no like to see them put a strong, strong, strong challenge up, but I just don't... Like, like, was it eight points behind? I don't think they're going to make that up with Liverpool. Liverpool are just winning game mm. by really? game they, by game. You know, Leicester got a chance to get Liverpool. Chelsea got a chance to live. People have Liverpool, a chance. Mate. It's all Liverpool, yeah. mate. They do have a chance to beat them, so it isn't isn't done yet. Mm. Long yeah. way to go. We'll see. Long we'll look again after go. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll look again, what's it, March time? And then, <laughs> yeah. and then we are... If we're really patient, we can wait till May. I did say we'd talk about West Ham. It's not necessarily the most positive of topics, though, because we're going to talk about Roberto. He scored an own goal in the defeat at Burnley. At fault in, for one of the goals in the game against Newcastle, the Athletic have a report that says that a number of first-team players have lost confidence in his ability. Hmm. Are you surprised? Look, for me, like, I think it's really important to have a good goalkeeper and a confident goalkeeper behind, behind your defence because you, you should know. I think it's been massively highlighted by the fact that Fabianski was, has been the player of the season. Yeah. Last season. Yeah. He certainly was and he started well this season. So he's a, he's a really <clears throat> informed goalkeeper probably one of the best performing goalkeepers in the league at, at the yeah. moment and, and last season. So it, it just highlights his mistakes more, really. And I'm, I'm, I'm not defending that. They are glaring errors, aren't they? So it's a problem for West Ham because, once, like I say, once that little bit of belief goes from the group around him, it's, it starts to, you start That's... to play your game differently, don't you? Yeah, I remember being at Chelsea and you, you have... You do play a little bit differently. We had Peter checking goal, who's obviously amazing. And then I remember Hilario had to come in. And there was definitely doubt around the players. No disrespect to him, but he was, wasn't was a Peter check. And I think he might have let in one or two simple goals. And obviously we weren't used to letting goals in. I think every player is a bit like, oh my God. But then he did do all right sometimes. I remember Champions League, he kept us in the game. He kept us in Champions League. But it was like... It was like the players celebrating it's that re- much with him. It was like, it was yeah, relief. we can't believe he done that. <laughs> they obviously didn't say that, so that's what it felt like looking from the outside. <laughs> and I, I felt a little bit sorry for him. I felt like he maybe felt that as well, and it doesn't do nothing for the keeper's do, confidence. Do you think that but made you did, stronger as a group, though, having done that? Probably. Maybe, yeah. I think like I think it made him feel better, definitely, because yeah. I think maybe he sensed a little bit of the doubt. And, you know, he went on to do quite well as well, but... You know, we felt it as players, I think, definitely. So what, what do you do there, especially with a goalkeeper? Because if, if you've got someone who's not playing well or is out of form, you can 
you can cover for them maybe a bit more if they're an outfield player, but a goalkeeper, there's nothing you can nothing you can do. There's nowhere for them to hide at all. Yes, so do you, do you try and what raise boost their confidence nah, or try I, and kind of? I, I couldn't. Would, I wouldn't be able to deal with that if someone was trying to raise my confidence. That I'd know it was sympathy. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, oh, God, I yes. wouldn't be able to. I would know. Right, I know you think I'm shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I don't need it. Leave me alone. And I'll be yeah. my, Let me do I'll it do my best. I, I think I'll just he probably, by myself. Yeah, I think yeah. he probably had an, enough belief in himself, I like to think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you fuss them too much, I think they could, they'd sense that doubt, I think, anyway. Yeah, but also, then the, the flip side of that is that they're going along, they're playing really badly, they're maybe letting in a few goals that they should save, they know everybody's thinking it, and nobody says anything. That's yeah. worse, yeah. surely. It, it, but, but the thing is, as a goalkeeper, it's, it's so mental, isn't it? It's such a, a position, because you, you're not called in, it's not like you're in the flow of the game and you can write, right, I've made that mistake, right, I've got another one. You might make a mistake and then not do anything for... Of, of much note yeah. for 10 minutes yeah, you know so it, it's about you know yeah. you have to help players I, around you talk about Alara by the way by the way he did go on to make some really important saves and make yeah. really I did mention it earlier I was just saying like, <laughs> yeah. it was it was one of them that I don't think anyone really got around him <laughs> Like, that reverse line. I'm saying, I really want to chuck him under the bus, but I can't. <laughs> I really want to reverse. The pet comment is coming out. Oh, no, cool, cool. If, if he carries on, right. by the way. <laughs> um, I've forgotten, <laughs> forgotten what I was saying now. Um, well, why yeah, don't we go back to the lyrics, <laughs> With it, it was it's like, hilarious. I don't think any, any, anyone actually put his arm around him. Yeah. You know, he, he carried on and he carried on and he did play really well in the end but it but I'm basically saying it is hard if you don't have confidence in your goalie because with, with Pete in goal like if someone had a shot from 18 yards we're like yeah he's got that it's easy but yeah it's, it's highlighting from our goalkeeper yards? but 18 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like, seriously I'm going to see you saying every all right, time all right, all right, you come cool, at right. me <laughs> put that in the extras afterwards yeah. Yeah. it's the same for every position though. It, it's highlighted more at goalkeeper yeah. but you, you will adapt your game yeah. If you're, if you're, if if I'm, if I'm used to playing with Bridge or he's used to playing with me, we know each other's game. One of them's out for a period of time. Somebody else will come in. They won't be the same. But it's a matter of knowing that, knowing what he's good at. He might not be as good as at certain things. We might be better at other things. You've got to adapt. Yeah, like- and as a team, you've got to adapt to it. Time now for the Paddy Power Challenge. Luis Garcia won last week. He put the winning, uh, put the bet on Liverpool to beat Manchester City, so he gets the winnings, although I think we all know that Wayne was the real winner last week. This week, it's Who Am I? So, names on heads. Oh, that was hard enough. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> okay, so, Carlton, you ask the first question. If you get it right, you get another one. Am I black? No. Okay. Matt? Am I English? Yes. Oh, you're that, in there. You are yeah. English. Yes. 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 It's funnier. It's funnier. Kelly's good at this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Am I retired? No. Mm. no definitely not. No. no. <laughs> yeah. mm. Am I a current Premier League player? No. No. No? no? Okay. No. Oh. <laughs> Don't, don't try my own tricks back on me. <laughs> Am I a striker? No. Do I play for a club in London? Yes. <laughs> okay. Do I play for Arsenal? Mm-mm. No. 
Okay. No. Do I play for a London club? <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? No. You don't know. No. no. <laughs> What's funny is that every time you speak, you have to raise your eyebrows. I can't see. I'm alright. I feel like I can um, see. Am I a striker? No. Am I good looking? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Kelly, you go. Kelly, this is yours, mate. This is yours. I don't. I I'm not going to bow to stereotyping. I think it should be you two. Am I good looking? Am I hot? We don't don't know your taste. (laughs) That's open to opinion. Depends on your taste. Mine's definitely a (laughs) butter. It's definitely a butter. Oh no! Who's answering that then? Who's answering it? I need a yes or a no. What would you give him out of ten? Do you know what I mean? What are you saying? What are you saying? What are you giving me, Geese? I would, I would tell you what I would say. I would say I'm he's not this. one of the players that you would think of as a pretty boy. Ke- Kelly, we're going yes or no's. It's, it's yes so or no's. So he's a butters. <laughs> <There's, he's laughs> is there a grey area? There's no grey area. It's, like, it's a yes or a no. It's like. It's not even is he or he's all right. Yeah. Wait, right, he ain't no David Beckham, he ain't no Ian Dowie, right? <laughs> oh, there not you in, go. Oh, it's not no Ian Dowie. He's not. He let that one. All right, then, right. cool. All right, okay. so he's butters. Sorry, Ian. Uh, Am I a defender? No. 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 Okay. Am I a defender? No. No. Am I a defender? I'm so bad yes. at this. <gasps> what? You are uh, a defender. Okay. Am I still working in football? Yes. Yes. Am I known for being a captain? Yes. Yes. Did I win Premier League titles plural? No. No. Oh. Am I top? Am I a top six player? No. No. What? Well, no. Am I a midfield player? No. 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 Am I English? Yes. Yes. Am I in the current England team? Yes. Ye- Yes. What, spe- what the squad? Be specific. Squad. squad. Yes. In the squad. Yes. Am I a midfielder? Yeah. Do I play for Liverpool? No. no. Am I a coach? No. Do I play for a London club? Yep. Yes. Okay. Am I left-footed? No. I don't. Oh, no. That's not the one. No. You're not left-footed. Do I play for Chelsea? Yes. You do. Am I Tammy Abraham? Yeah. Yes, yes, you are. Well done. There you go. There you go. Right, come on, then we're going to play it out. Oh, so we'll play it out. Yeah, oh, come oh, on. Oh, this is going to take long. This Do gone. I play for Man City? No. No. Or did I play for Liverpool? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm a, I was our one club player. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> yes. Yes. Really? Am I going to get it? Yeah, you're going to get it. I hope so. You did say defender. Yeah. Am yeah. I Jamie Carragher? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I play for Arsenal? No. No. Do I wear a blue kit? Yes. yes. Do I play for Leicester? Yes. yes. Madison? Yeah. 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 You play for West Ham? Yeah. Yeah. Mark Noble? Yes. Yay. Oh, for blood. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's poor for me, that. So, Mike, you are the winner. You get £250 of Paddy Power's money to the charity of your choice and a £250 bet. What are you going to bet on? I'm going to bet on Russia to beat Belgium at 12 to 5. Oh, and the money will go where? To the Royal British Legion. Perfect. Mm. 
Uh, this is Liquid Football on Joe together with Paddy Power. I'm Kelly Cates and alongside me, Carlton Cole, Matt Upson and Wayne Bridge. If you like what you see and hear them, please leave a nice message on YouTube or on iTunes. Now, here's psychologist John Amici with news of another great show from Joe. My day job is helping businesses thrive through disruption. This show is not about business. It's about people who go from nothing, a seed of an idea, something that everybody thinks is completely impossible, and build it into this massive, massive, massive business. There are a thousand different ways to be a huge success. One of the most interesting things that we're learning is that how people are failing is almost as important as how they succeed. In fact, it's integral. It's business. Pioneers is having really honest conversations with people, talking about their business, their objectives, their purpose, whether they're just out to make a ton of money and then quit, or whether they really want to change the world. Pioneers on Joe. Listen to it. Download it. Watch it. I had nothing profound to say. Episode 7 of Pioneers with John Amici is available on Thursday. You can watch it on YouTube or download it from wherever you get your podcast from usually. Don't forget to check out Joe's other shows as well. TKO with Carl Frampton and House of Rugby with James Haskell. We, we talked about Leicester as well. They're, they're into second after that 2-0 win against Arsenal. They do look really good. If you were a player who was given a choice of moving, because there's a few clubs who aren't where we would have predicted they would be after, after 12 games... If you look at the the traditional sort of big six teams and you say we're at Liverpool and, and Manchester City challenging for the title you'd expect Chelsea because of the the transfer um, or lack of transfer activity people thought they might step back having changed their, their manager Leicester obviously doing really well under Brendan Rodgers as well in, in second place and then you've got like Spurs and Manchester United falling short of where their fans would, would want to see them this season. So if you look at those teams, somebody comes in for you and says, we want you to come and play at Leicester, Arsenal, Man United and Tottenham. Where are you going? No, I'm definitely not going Tottenham. <laughs> Mate, I won't be able to go home. Um, <laughs> but um, I, for me, I would say, listen, I'll go, I'd go to Leicester at the moment because they're up-and-coming team. For me, that's for me personally... And I think that they've got a great future. I think they've, they've got such a good unit. Like the, the whole people that run the club, the the owners, they're like fantastic, and they look after the city as well. Just you just want to be a part of that and grow with it. Um, I'm not sure about you lot, but for me, it's Leicester. Well, you've got the the Arsenal connection as well. Can you be? Well, you played at both, it? haven't you? Yeah. You played. That's a yeah. hard decision. It, 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 it's almost an impossible decision, isn't it? And, it, and you have. You have different things that you'd base it on as a player, wouldn't you? I mean, and at different stages of your career. So it's, it's quite difficult, in, you know, brought up earlier about location, but to some people that's a factor. How well that team's doing at that moment. Then you've got the history of the club, the stature of the club. Some people might have an emotional attachment or really like a certain... You know what I mean? There's all these different things yeah. that come into the mix, but... So you know, if you were advising someone then, because it's hard to take your own personal kind of... yeah. So if you've got a young player, say you've got someone who's like coming, say 23, 24, mm. this is going to be a big move for them where they, they want to go and they want to start challenging for, for silverware. Would you advise them to go to Leicester, Arsenal, where Tottenham, they, Man United? Where are they going to get more game time? Surely? And, also, and also, yeah, I think game time. And also, where are you going to get better as a player? Where are you going to develop? And that, a lot of that comes down to the manager. So you look at you look at Brendan Rodgers. I think he's a good example of a manager mm. that, if you apply yourself properly, can make you His better. His training's really can, good as well. Can coach you to be a better player. 
Pep has done that mm. a lot and, and made developers. the players better. And yeah. I think as a young player especially, that is really massive. important. It's a massive tick in the box. D- regardless of stature or location or money or whatever, like that's a huge, huge big plus point. That's advice I would give to, to a young player. So where would you go? Where would you go, Bridgie? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, right? You if you base it on just football yeah. and how the team's doing, and you're, and if I was a young player, yeah. I think you'd get more game time at Leicester, and you'd still progress as a player. Yeah, but w- w- would you find it easier getting in Leicester's team at the moment or Arsenal's? You'd probably find it easier in Arsenal as you Get think. Get into Arsenal's team. Um, I think it'd be more enjoyable at Leicester. I th- I've, I've trained under Brendan. I think his training's great. And I think they'd be having a good time. If you went to Arsenal, I think it'd be a hard time. But then you could look at the fact that you're going to go there and hopefully the team's going to improve yeah, because but, you're there. But and Arsenal's that. history. Mm. If I had to pick two, yeah. me personally, I would go Arsenal. Mate. Because I think of the history and making them a better team, the easy choice, I think, football at the moment is Leicester. Can I just say, Arsenal have some of the moniest fans ever, for me. Yeah. They even made it, like, was it Arsenal but can TV? can you imagine how Arsenal much they'd TV, love you? <laughs> they you imagine how much, just moaning. how much they'd love you if you went there and you improved the team? Mm. I know fans can be fickle. They might love you for the time being. If you have one, then you're... They hate they really you, do but make that's it football hard. in general. But, but I think at the moment, at the moment it's hard for an Arsenal fan because it, it, it's disappointing for them. They're used to being, you know, at, close to the top of the tree. And at the moment, I think there's a lot of he's moaning when he was up there as well, though. Because when he was up there, you're still moaning. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. were still moaning. Made a channel, Geez. Like, made a it trendy. Money channel. Yeah, moaning <laughs> channel, but made it trendy. It's a safe choice is Leicester in terms of the manager and the structure and how the team yeah. are at the moment, but yeah. I think I'd still pick Arsenal. And where do Spurs and Man United fit into that then? I just couldn't go Spurs after being well, at Chelsea, the, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. So you, you're both reeling out Spurs. If Man United came in, though. I've been at City, so I don't think I could pick Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the you're way very this limited. is supposed to be, not you personally, but say you, say you were a young, young player. If you were advising a young player. It's the same as Arsenal, the history of the club. They're yeah. two clubs that, if yeah. they're on your CV, it's great. Yeah, that's another one you said that, earlier. That's the bit that I find interesting, is if you look at Leicester, and like Carlton's saying, there's something really exciting mm. happening there. Like you're saying about Brendan Rodgers' training methods, you'd go and you'd enjoy it. It feels like there's a really great togetherness amongst the the squad it looks as though they're they're building something and then you look at the maybe the bigger name clubs like Arsenal and Manchester United where it feels like they're they're, they're, they're maybe more... a little bit further they are they are looking to to get back to where they were but they maybe feel a step there'd back be more in the pressure process, on there'd be fair? more pressure on you yeah. and there's yeah. definitely a step there'd be more pressure on both in clubs Arsenal and United yeah, yeah. definitely definitely because you're gonna they're gonna have to improve while you're there but how much would the weight of the name of the club? That's what I'm saying. You weigh up Leicester, and as, you know they've won the Premier League title in, in recent years. I'm not sort of saying mm. Leicester because this is the kind of thing that people get annoyed about. I'm not saying Leicester aren't a big club. I'm just saying if you're it's looking right. at, we all agree. I know it's, it's, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's the kind of thing people get really touchy. I know, about. I know what you mean. But I, and I don't mean that. I'm just saying if you, what you're looking at is a, is a club where the the foundations are there, yeah. and and. If you just took the the reputations out of the equation, Leicester yeah. would be your choice, wouldn't yes. it? But, yeah. but it's how much do the the names of those clubs I, and, the, and the, yeah. No, but I honestly think the weight of the name has a far bigger impact when you're going to that club when it's on a high. Yeah. Because you you know imagine stepping into those great teams of those clubs. Yeah. That's when the expectation of like has he got the mentality to cope with this? Yeah. 
the the pressure. But at the moment, you know, we, we if we if we to speak about Arsenal and, and Manchester United especially, that the teams are that are quite a way off mm. being those teams. Yeah. That they're not in in comparison to. To, to Liverpool and, and Manchester City and, and even Leicester at the moment of how well they're playing, they're a little bit off that. So perhaps the weight of that pressure wouldn't be as much and mm. it might be a, a good time to go and, and, and play for those, for those clubs if that was the, the thing that you were concerned about. Have you picked a team yet? I did think that. Um, we didn't bring Chelsea into that just because <laughs> they can't at the yeah, moment. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. go to Chelsea at the moment. Um, did you see Cristiano Ronaldo storming off when he was substituted? Dybala came on for him and scored the winner. But even before that had happened, Cristiano Ronaldo not happy. Is he out of order? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you got to stay in support. Yes, your he team. can't. He can't be not out of order because he's Cristiano Ronaldo. No, any yeah. other player, and they've got absolutely slated. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You got to stay and support your team. Look, so you, you might not have a good game. You might not agree with the manager's decisions, but you, you don't just storm off and go home. It's just not on. I don't think. And I think the players even lose respect for you a little bit as well. I wouldn't have expected that from him either, to be honest. No, he's better than that. I'd expect you know? it from someone like Mario Balotelli, but I wouldn't expect it from him. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, sort of character, I'd yeah. say. Surprised? Something might be going on at home, you don't know. Yeah. You might have left the... You might but where left, are you going with this? Right. <laughs> you might have left the cooker on or something. You never know, you might have to get back quick. <laughs> something, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> you might have left the cooker on or something boiling at, at home. Like, you need to get home quick. You know somebody's going to pick up on this and it's going to be clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> he left the cooker on. Yeah. I've done it before, mate. Full blast, geez. <laughs> Got yourself sent off so you could go uh, back and check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it, he is Cristiano Ronaldo and he is and always has been a sort of pivotal figure in clubs. He gets substituted a couple of times, Dybala comes on. It won't have helped, you would imagine, that Dybala scored the winner mm. in Ooh, this game after hurts. coming on. <laughs> yeah, would yeah, it? Yeah, it does hurt. Like, even when I used to get like substituted... And then the other striker goes on and scores. It's like, you ain't done your job. Yeah, <laughs> You've yeah. got someone else that can do it. Um, so, yeah, that, that hurts as well. So, he's going to be really I, feeling it. I, didn't, I haven't seen the actual full performances. So it's hard to know whether he feels it's justified or not. Well, but, what did Capello Even if it isn't justified, <laughs> you still got yeah. to... You, you, you have a duty, I think, to maintain almost a bit of, yeah. of quality in your, in your behaviour yeah. and just go, look... I'm not happy, but I'll still, I'll still show that I'm supportive and I might then have me disagreement behind closed doors yeah. and let you know what I think, but I think it's, it's hard to just storm off. I don't think it's setting the right, right example. He might, has he come out and said anything? He might come out and say sorry. I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. What did Capello say he would? At the time of going to press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the stat Capello said? Capello said he hasn't dribbled past anyone in three years. He was doing television. We had him in the man. <laughs> Great stat, that is, isn't it? Well, because he was sort of backing Sarri, wasn't he? And sort of yeah, saying, well, yeah. that's the... But what... You, none of you have ever done it then? You've never stormed off in a huff, having been substituted? Have you ever seen anyone do it? Mm, I I everyone will have the hump. Yeah, I've, had, hump. I've seen players come, like, come off the pitch and not shake the manager's hands, but it's not... That's just emotions right there yeah. and then and gets forgotten about. But not go all the way home. I only heard about Sol Campbell going home. I think it was a game against West Ham, against Arsenal, at it was at Highbury, Highbury yeah, 
and then apparently he had a bad game and I think Bobby Zamora sent him home or something like that. Sorry, Sol. <laughs> I've been I dragged. Got, so I know you're watching this, <laughs> but that was the rumor. Half time <laughs> at West Brom, but I couldn't really go home. Do you know what I mean? It was a team bus. Yeah. I think if I was, if, <laughs> if, 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 I think if I was at home, I probably could have thought I'm. I'm going home. I'm going to Uber it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was up in West Brom, so I just stayed. But I think if I was at home, I could have got in my car and just gone home. Yeah. Yeah. The, the moises I've seen like that have been before the game. Either disappointments of not being on the bench. Mm. Or not being in the team, I think they're, they're the more volatile one where where it can go south. Like people's reaction, the team gets unveiled in the dressing room or something, and somebody's yeah. not in it that thinks they should be in it or on the bench. They're they're the ones that I think a bit more, can be more uh, more fiery. Yeah. Also, like so sometimes like, it's happened to me, so I know this a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of if you're not in the squad, you kind of feel like a spare part, especially if you're away from home and you're just there moping around, like kicking bottles and. Um, just looking at the floor, <laughs> feeling sorry for yourself, you know what I mean? So you don't really want to, you don't want people to see you like that. But when you've got no choice, as you didn't have no choice, I felt with that <laughs> <laughs> at West Brom, like, you just got to just stick around, you know what I mean? And then go in the stands and just freeze yourself off instead of running about. And then on top of that, then you've got to do some running afterwards. We, you got that's to, the worst. Yeah, that's yeah, the worst. Well, well, well. Oh, my God. Man, if you've got to come down, actually put kit on. Oh, you've got to put kit on. Then go on the pitch and run back. Were you yeah. there when Kesman was there? No, well, I was... Yeah, he I had was, a big row with Marino I was alone. in the changing room afterwards. And again, that was him getting brought off. Yeah. And he was vocal about it. But he was going through a hard time at the time. No, he wasn't like Ronaldo where he was playing every week. He was just going through a hard time. That was emotions. He probably wanted out, hated the manager. Mm. Mm. Um, they went back and forward a little bit. Yeah. It's difficult. It's, it's yeah. emotion at the end of the day and you want to play football. We'll, we'll let you go now. You're not, none of you have been substituted here. We're just going <laughs> to bring this to a close in a, in a nice way. Uh, that is it for this episode of Liquid Football on Joe, together with Paddy Power. Thanks very much to Wayne Bridge, to Matt Upson and to Carlton Cole. Uh, for Liquid Football's back on Monday. You can download the podcast or you can watch us on YouTube. Leave us a nice review if you like what you hear. We've also got a Facebook page. If you search for Liquid Football, you can join in the chat on there. And remember, you can check out our other shows as well. House of Rugby with James Haskell, TKO with Carl Frampton, and Pioneers with John Amici. For now, though, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Liquid Football on Joe, sponsored by Paddy Power.